0: Hi, I'm Vanessa Morris and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta, Jagajarrang and Wurundjeri woman and this is the podcast of Triple R's Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on Triple R from Murundjeri Country every Monday from midday to 1pm. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch via the Triple R website. You're listening to 3 R. My name is Vanessa Morris and this is Banksia. It is my first show back on the Triple R Airwaves for two months now as I've taken a little bit of a summer break. But it is really great to be back and I'll talk a bit more about that shortly. And before I do keep going with things, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation the First Peoples of the land in which I'm joining you from and pay my respects to elders past, present, emerging and future. I would also like to acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening into this program right now. Sovereignty has never ceded and it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I would also like to express my solidarity with all Indigenous people here in so-called Australia and around the globe and the ongoing fight against colonisation and just want to say that I stand with you with whatever it is that you are experiencing and as mentioned at the top as well, so my name is Vanessa Morris and I'm a proud Yorta Yorta Jaja Arang and Rarajari Woman, and this is Banksia, a show which is dedicated to First Nations music, arts, and culture. And yeah, it's my first show back for 2024. And I want to say a big thanks to Kiwak Canal, who has been holding the fort while I was away in continuing conversations on Banksia. And it is really lovely to be back. And I'm looking forward to having chats and sharing this space with you and people doing amazing things in First Nations music, arts and culture and really looking forward to seeing what's to come in the months ahead. And today I'm going to be joined by a couple of special guests and First up, I'll be having a chat with Gamilaroi artist, Naomi Diane, who recently released their single, uh, Chasing the Sun, a really beautiful and sunny single released in time for uh, this summer. And yeah, we'll be talking about that. And Naomi also recently performed at the Share the Spirit Festival with the Deans of Soul and We'll also be performing with them at the upcoming Port Ferry Folk Festival. So, looking forward to talking all about her single, and yeah, everything that they've been working on, and what we can hopefully expect next. And in the second half of the show as well, I'll be chatting with Kimber Thompson on the new exhibition, Future River. When the past flows, which they curate as part of the International Festival of Photography, Photo 2024, and it features works by Julie Goff, Murray Clark, uh, Peter Clancy and Jodie Haynes and it did open over the weekend at Cunahan Gallery in Brunswick and it's open until the 28th of April so really looking forward to speaking more with Kimba about that show as well as some events that are connected to it.
1: Triple R on, on FM and digital, digital Online via the app.
0: I'm now really excited to be joined by Naomi in the studio to talk all about it and for those that aren't familiar so Naomi Diane is a Gamilaroi artist and they released Chasing the Sun a couple of months ago it's such a beautiful track Um, firstly Naomi thank you so much for joining me today welcome to Banksia.
2: Yama yeah, Sis, thanks so much for having me on your first show of 2024. Very exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: um, really exciting to be back, and really lovely to have you joining me in the studio for a chat all about your debut single, um, "Chasing the Sun." Um, congrats on that release. Uh, how does it feel to have this one out and about and sharing it with
2: people? Uh, thanks so much. Uh, it's it's super exciting. Like it, it was such a. I wrote it quite a few years ago um, back in lockdown, um, so it feels really nice to have it out. I just kind of held on to it, and mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why. I feel like I needed to go through a few things um, in, internally, and mm-hmm. then uh, I got to this year, and I was like, look, I'm 30 now. I've got to release it while I'm 30, mm-hmm. so I finally got to do that, and it was, yeah, Big release, like a lot of emotions, as I'm sure a lot of musicians feel that when they release music. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so super special, super excited. And yeah, I can't believe it's been out for two and a bit months now it's flown Mm -hmm. by. (laughs) Yeah, I feel time
0: definitely does fly at the moment it seems Um, and it's the single uh, Chasing the Sun. It has a really beautiful, warm and upbeat energy. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, can you tell us a bit about I guess what inspired that song because obviously writing it through lockdown and stuff as well, I'm sure there were a lot of things kind of happening for you. Um, Yeah, can
2: you tell us a bit about that I guess inspiration and how that kind of worked out for you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you've got to wind back a few years. So um, I was born and raised on um, Dharawal country, um, mm-hmm. grew up in Wollongong, uh, and I lived on Gadigal country for a little bit, and then I moved down to Naam um, to study. And I really struggled with the adjustment to the cold weather, mm-hmm. um, so that was definitely a big um, inspiration for Chasing the Sun. So the first couple of years I lived in Nam, I was um, – traveling back to Wollongong and Sydney and uh, I was studying a teaching degree so I got to travel to my country so I went to Maury and I um, also got to go to the top end on Yungle country mm-hmm. um, and both of those places are significantly sunnier and warmer <laughs> so I just felt like I was um, literally chasing the sun and mm-hmm. um, I was at the time I was living with um, three musicians and <laughs> um, they're all like fantastic in their own way and all writing songs that are sometimes are summary and one of um, one of my housemates' songs is uh, called Sand Grabber, and it was just really beachy and fun. And and the um, hook of that was um, spinning around in my head like like Sun Chaser, and then mm-hmm. it became Chasing the Sun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds like there's a
0: special and personal um connection in this song for you and where you grew up, and yeah, mm. kind of chasing the sun and into places that uh. Well, Probably a lot different to Melbourne today. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess in terms of this single as well. And so it's been out now for just a bit over two months. Um,
2: yeah, how's the response been to it since you've released it? It's been so incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really... Um, it's so hard to know what to expect on a, on your first song. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I've had a lot of beautiful support and love mm-hmm. and lots of listens. And from all over the world, it's really... F- um, interesting looking at your spotify data and seeing yeah. like where it's being listened to and america and britain and um like east european countries are giving it a good spin so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of wild like how does it get there I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's kind of magic, but yeah, it's nice to watch. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Um, yeah, that you, you have listeners from other parts of the globe yeah. um, to this song. So obviously, yeah, connecting beyond uh, so-called Australia, which is c- quite special. Mm. Um, and in terms of, I guess, that process of recording and writing. And producing this track. Um, can you tell us a bit about that and whether you worked with other people in that?
2: Yeah so I co-wrote it with um, another Gamilaroi artist called Tyler Mallott, mm-hmm. Um and we were living together so he was one of the musicians and we just smashed it out in like two days. It was kind mm-hmm. of amazing. It was the dead of winter, it was June, it was freezing and mm-hmm this this hook just kind of kept spinning around in our heads and then mm-hmm. we just decided to sit down and write it on my little travel guitar, which I've called Gwen because the person who gifted it to me is named Gwen. Mm-hmm. Um And, yeah, it just it just flowed really well. We will just riffing lyrics and melody together and then um, that afternoon we were already tracking guitar and bass and mm. um, we kept working on it that next day and then we sent it off to um, Josh Barber, who's a um, drummer and um, mixer, and he's amazing. He added all the extra fun percussion on it and he mm-hmm. did that from Avery Studios and then he mixed it for us as well. Well, me as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah sounds uh, pretty exciting, um, that experience or, yeah, working with other people in this release as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, I guess, your songwriting practice as well and with this being your debut single and, as you were mentioning earlier, um writing it during the pandemic, um, were there kind of a few other songs that you were working on during that period of time? or
2: Yeah, a couple, but I don't think they need to see the light of day <laughs> 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 or at least um, I think they need a, uh, to – I need to come back to them and revive them because mm-hmm. um, I was uh, – like everything was recorded at home apart from the drums ah, for yeah. Chasing the Sun. Yeah. So um, I've been writing a little bit um, – recently when I've got time because I also work full time so mm-hmm. it's just life's really busy mm-hmm. um but when, yeah when I get inspiration I'm just sort of noodling with melodies and words at home and um I recently uh was working on a new single um which I'm totally vibing it's a little bit different to Chasing the Sun but mm-hmm. I'm with my friend Alex Britton who ah, yeah. um their music name's Kitling. yeah Kitling Music um and they're very into soul and disco and pop ah, and they're yeah. just bringing out all of this some um, goodness in me that um I'm really excited to explore that I've got a I've got definitely one more track that um, I'm gonna work on a bit more on my own and um, catch up with them again and flesh that out a bit more Um, but it'd be nice to you know do two or three songs with them because they totally understand Um, my creative vision even more than I even know I think yeah (laughs) they're a great vocal um, coach yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like um, a, a really
0: amazing songs, I'm assuming, to come out soon um, with a, maybe a bit bit of a different uh, vibe to Chasing the Sun. Um,
2: yeah, like I Saxon Guess... Triangle and yeah. like a little bit more groovy beats. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. really um, exciting. And you also recently played uh, at Share the Spirit Festival um, with Deans of Soul. Uh, can mm. you tell us a bit about that for you?
2: Yeah, oh, that's such a cool connection for me. Um, so that was a lockdown thing too, um, or at least where it started. So um, Link Yo um works um, within the uni space and I was working at um, VAI, the Victorian Aboriginal Education Association Incorporated. We yeah. shortened it to VAI because it's way easier <laughs> to say. Uh, but yeah, we were... We were um, working together then, and we were just having yarns over the computer. Um, and we both realized that we were doing music, and mm-hmm. um, that was really nice to connect there. And then I went to um, uh, First and Forever and bumped oh, yeah. into Link there. And yeah. I was like, Hey, Link, I've got this great song. I can really want to release it. Like, I mm-hmm. gave him a listen. And, mm-hmm. and then you know, I knew about the Deans of Soul. And I was like, If you ever want a backing vocalist, I'd love to come and do some stuff with you because mm-hmm. you're too deadly. And yeah, I think. When did I join? Um, I think my first gig with them was in Shep uh, in June or July last yeah. year. And, yeah. yeah, I've actually played quite a few shows with them now. Um, mm-hmm. But Share the Spirit was definitely a highlight. I was pinching myself being able to play on such a huge stage. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, such yeah. a big stage and a really great day for community to come together oh, yeah. as well. Um and you're also playing with Deans of Soul at the Port Ferry uh, Folk Festival coming up. Yeah, um, which is really exciting.
2: Yeah, we've got two shows. We're doing the Friday night at five pm and Saturday night on the at ten pm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I've, I'm keen. I've never been down to um Gunditjmara Country, mm-hmm. um, so it'll be really nice to spend time on the on the very south coast.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that that'll be nice. Um, you're yeah, getting down on Gunditjmara country, and mm. as you're mentioning, uh, how you p- played with them previously in Shepherd and up on Yorley Yorta country. So yeah. kind of getting around,
2: yeah, and on different
0: country, which is really uh, beautiful. Um, and also, we've been talking a bit about um, your, I guess, experience with. Uh, writing and recording music and for those listening in as well. So I am currently having a chat with Gamilaroi artist Naomi Diane who recently released their single Chasing the Sun. Um, yeah, in terms of, I guess, music and how yeah you've released this track, um, what led you to music? Has it always been something that you've, I guess, maybe played with? or?
2: Yeah, I've been doing it forever really. Mm-hmm. Um, my mum tells me the story that when... I was a baby I think she might have the day she christened me mm-hmm. the priest said I had musical ears and she got very excited by that because my mum's an artist yeah. um the earrings that I'm wearing I know everyone can't see that but the earrings <laughs> I'm wearing she wove them she's um very talented so I'll get her to make more mm-hmm. um but yeah she um ran with that and put me in an early childhood program when I was 3 mm-hmm. till 4 and then I went to Bathurst Conservatorium when we lived on Miradjuri country for a little bit um, and I did recorder for like (laughs) a year or so and then I fell in love with the violin um, around that age and then um, mum and dad bought me a violin when I was nine and I went to Wollongong Con and did um, lessons for maybe six years Mm -hmm. there and um, I was in the a band, the school band in high school. And I ended up joining the choir a year later because I've, I've, my dad's always like, he's not a singer necessarily, but mm-hmm. he just loves singing around the house. And I've done a bit of choir stuff in primary school and I just loved singing. So I joined the choir in high school and, mm. um, I've, yeah, I just fell in love with that. It ended up becoming my main instrument when I was 16 and, um, never had a vocal lesson until HSE so the year 12 exams and um, after that I just knew that I always wanted to study music so I um, went to Australian Institute of Music and Mm -hmm. um, did a contemporary a Bachelor of Contemporary Performance majoring in vocals and I just got connected with some cool people that I'm still lucky to call my friends now Mm -hmm. and done some projects with and performed with and um, moving to Melbourne I went to do a a master of teaching which I did um, but I Mm -hmm. wanted to be a music teacher and uh, I just connected with some really cool people and they planted some really beautiful seeds for me in the music community and I just kept going to shows and making friends and Mm. yeah every time I go out to a gig now I see like five to twenty people I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's lots of hugs and lots of love and Mm -hmm. lots of good tunes.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah um yeah it sounds like you've you've got a long yeah history and connection to music, which is quite special and yeah for those listening in so I've been yeah having a chat with Naomi Diane about their music uh journey um as well as the new single chasing the Sun, they'll be performing with the deans of soul down at the Port Ferry Folk Festival. <laughs> it's a mouthful, eh? <laughs> Coming yeah. up. Um, yeah, while you're here as well, is there anything else
2: that you want to tell us about? Or... Um, just keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this uh, the music that I'm um, working on with, Alex Britton, Kitling Music, um, is quite exciting. I didn't quite see that, that sound coming, so mm-hmm. I just want to, like, get... Stuck into it and release a couple of singles um, later in the year. Like the dream is to um, put out an EP and do a little um, tour, like go to mm-hmm. um, Tandanya, Nam, um, Mianjin, Warren, and I don't know the indigenous name for Wollongong, but I guess that kind of has a bit of a indigenous tinge doesn't it in the name so who knows yeah. <laughs> but yeah um that's the dream playing shows in those spaces
0: yeah that's really yeah. exciting yeah we'd have to get you back on the show um when that's all, booked yeah, in, when that's all sure. happening yeah. and more songs to come um yeah the tour sounds Amazing down the track um, whenever you organise that. We'd love to have you back on banks. I'm yeah. just planting seeds now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, for those listening in, definitely look up Naomi and check out Chasing the Sun. Also, you can follow them on Instagram
2: yeah, and maybe yeah. some other platforms as well. Um, or... Mainly just Instagram. Yeah. It's just too many platforms yeah. to get across. <laughs> yeah, Instagram and, and Spotify I kind of put a bit of effort into. Um, but, yeah, Instagram is um, Naomi Diane. Um, as well so,
0: yeah. yeah um and yeah i'll put up more information up on the triple r website later on as well naomi thank you so much for joining me today it was really beautiful to connect with you here on yeah. my first show back for Thanks here for 2024 but yeah i really appreciate you coming down and would love to chat to you again soon
2: oh my pleasure thanks for having me sis <laughs> thank you
1: triple
0: r Really excited to be joined in the studio by Kimber Thompson and Marie Clark to talk all about a new exhibition, Future River When the Past Flows, which is open as a part of the International Festival of Photography Photo 2024 and opened over the weekend at Cunahan Gallery in. Brunswick. It looks really amazing and I'm really excited to talk all about this exhibition. Firstly, Kimber and Marie, thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome to Banksia.
1: No worries. Thanks for inviting us.
3: Oh.
0: Yeah, it's um, really great to have you both in and yeah, with this exhibition opening over the weekend and I saw a couple of photos from it um, and it looks really beautiful. Uh, can you tell us a bit about um, this exhibition?
3: Yeah, well, the exhibition is, as you said, part of the International Photo Festival 24. Mm-hmm. Um, we were given, I think, all the galleries were given themes and this year it lies under the the, the overarching th- theme is the future is shaped by those who can see it. Mm-hmm. So um, I was partnered up with Coeningham Gallery because we're homeless at the moment, mm-hmm. with the renovation at Saxon Street, mm-hmm. um, and I have partnered with them before and... Um, Yeah, we brought together this exhibition. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And
3: in saying that, well, the exhibition itself, you know, under that theme, it examines the Indigenous understanding of... um, the colonial monuments concealed by the past um, and looks at under our cities, rivers and creeks still flow with them the Indigenous narratives of the past that will naturally become the future rivers. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it sounds um, like a really powerful exhibition um, that's opened up and as you're mentioning it's in uh, Cunahan Gallery as Black Dot Gallery is currently closed um, for some works, um, but we can talk more about that a bit later on. But in terms of this exhibition as well, so it features works from uh, four different artists, including Ju- Julie Goff, uh, Peter Clancy, Jodie Haynes, as well as Marie Clark. Um, yeah, Marie, can you tell us a bit about, about your work in this exhibition as well?
1: Um, sure. So when Kimber invited me to be part of the show, I'd sort of had this dream about doing this photo shoot with all of my nieces and nephews Mm -hmm. and it just so happens that this one weekend in January, a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. about three weeks ago I think it was, um, you know, all the stars aligned and I was able to get 14 of my nieces and nephews um, down at Williamstown Beach. Mm -hmm. The canoe that is photographed with them... um, in these photos, my husband, Nicholas Hovington, and nephew, great-nephew Mitch Marnie, had built the canoe 12 months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this is for another project. But mm. I wanted to photograph the kids with the canoe before it was sent to, um, to Brisbane to be cast in bronze. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be used and... Um, the fire in the fire pit in the, the canoe and it was it a was most incredible day sort of down at Williamstown Beach and having the nieces and nephews making the river reed necklaces that they're wearing in the photo shoot, mm-hmm. um, painting each other up, grinding ochre mm-hmm. like it was a whole... A whole afternoon and, and evening. A production. Yeah, it was it was a pretty major production.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds like yeah a really major production, but also yeah. a really special um, opportunity to bring together your nieces and nephews. And yeah, really just
1: just to see them together and bounce off each other, mm. and having the older ones showing the younger ones grinding the ochre and mm-hmm. you know threading the the river reed canoes. It was all about sharing cultural practice and mm-hmm. being on country. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty priceless.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, really beautiful and these images will be or well they're on display as a part of this exhibition mm. as well and yeah, quite uh special as well to have the canoe on display in it currently before it gets sent. Yeah, well to...
1: actually I, I hadn't even thought about having the canoe in the show, mm. but Kimber said can we have the canoe too? And it's like, sure, we've got the crane truck guy, so, (laughs) yeah. um, And the canoe's usually housed at my husband's studio, so Mm -hmm. we just organised for Bruno and his crew to come and pick it up and Mm -hmm. bring it
3: into the gallery, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, just even seeing it at Williamstown that afternoon, you know, and the passes by just mm-hmm. like this canoe is just getting craned up <laughs> through yeah. the top and then put on the beach gently and then yeah. it's taken away but again on Friday morning just we actually got the canoe into the gallery mm-hmm. here so we mm-hmm. blocked off Sydney Road out the front right. there at eight thirty in the morning and everyone's just like <laughs> you can just see everybody looking. It's very early in the morning. This crane is just like moving this big beautiful river red canoe mm-hmm. into mm. the, you know, onto the right, onto the side path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. It's pretty mm. much a, yeah, it's yeah. pretty it's, stunning once you walk in and yeah. you just go, "Wow." Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, much like a centerpiece um, in the space as well. From the looks of things um, that I've seen, yeah, photos of that space and it looks quite beautiful. Um, yeah. And the images that are around it. Yeah, as and well. it's
1: also got um, a film that that goes ah, with yeah. it. So the whole process of of collecting the river Reeds, mm-hmm. um in February last year mm-hmm. to February this year. February this year mm-hmm. of yeah photographing all the kids yeah and, um, yeah that's yes amazing
0: that's amazing um and the, the exhibition as well features uh, works from julie goff uh peter clancy and jody haynes as well um Kimber, can you tell us a bit about i guess the process in working with uh the four different artists in developing this exhibition
3: yeah, um, a lot of people ask me that, and I, mm-hmm. I actually hadn't even discussed with any of them who they were exhibiting with. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for me, it's really about having those conversations. and And Marie and I go a long way back um, in work and collaborating on lots of things over the years, so I, I know Marie and her work. and mm-hmm. And for myself, working with Peter Clancy and Julie Goth was a, a newer experience. Mm-hmm um and just you know you're just feeling the ways and having dialogues and conversations so we've had a lot of uh zoom meetings and conversations or we've been in and out the gallery Mm -hmm. and each not knowing how their work was going to sit let alone what you were exhibiting with each other Mm -hmm. for me I got really excited especially the first week got an extra week to bump in this year you know for me that's a luxury in a roundabout way but we had a lot to prep up um I just knew that each work was going to speak to each other and there's this beautiful flow that happens throughout. No matter which way you are, sitting in the gallery or standing, you are connected by... the soundscape in oh, particular, yeah. but yeah. then there's this connection to the the waterways that connect, but mm-hmm. then we're reminded by the past when we walk through Marie's and then we're connecting to the future with Julie Goff, who's mm-hmm. travelling the waterways in Tasmania through a video piece through a bridge in a kayak. Mm-hmm. So we've got the kayak, the canoe, and then mm-hmm. we're back to... Um, we've got Peter Clancy's work, who who's looking at the Coburg Lake and how that was formed. It's not a natural lake, the Mary Mary, so it's called Here Mary Mary Lies. Um, and then looking at all of the bluestone that's coming and the connection and then we're, there's this mound of bluestone that just reminds us of the blockages, the blockages that, you know, if we sit, think and feel what lies beneath is mm-hmm. Indigenous histories and how... You know, we're constantly reminded throughout the gallery that, you know, these histories are there
0: and have always been there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds quite special, um, yeah, how all of the works kind of interact or tell a journey of such. Um, yeah, Marie, how was it for you, I guess, having your work also presented and connected alongside with these other works?
1: Um, pretty, Pretty amazing, really, because, you know, I absolutely... Love and respect Julie Julie mm-hmm. Goff and her work, and I haven't an exhibited before. I don't think with Peter Clancy, and I've known Jody for for many years too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other day, when we were doing the the last bits of the mm-hmm. install, and they turned on all the the soundscapes mm-hmm. for the three works inside the gallery, mm-hmm. and it just worked. It mm-hmm. just flowed, and you hear this sort of. The water, the river reeds rustling and crickets and birds and mm-hmm. all sorts of things that you would hear if you're down by the waterways somewhere.
0: Mm-mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. It's pretty magical.
0: Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a really yeah magical um, experience going into that space um, mm. with the soundscape and the different works and also the canoe in the middle as well and for those listening in so I am currently having a conversation with Marie Clark and Kimber Thompson and we've been speaking all about a new exhibition called Future River When the Past Flows which is currently on display and opened over the weekend at Cunahan Gallery in Brunswick and it's open until the 28th of April I believe it is. Yeah um,
3: looks. so we have opened early, and I think that's been a nice thing too, because I think it's one of those exhibitions that you really need. To, you know, you don't want to turn it around in three weeks. Mm-hmm. The amount of work that goes yeah. into something like this, yeah. mm-hmm. and it gives time and space to sit with something. But at the same time, this is also part of Photo Twenty Four, mm-hmm. and and I hadn't mentioned Jody Haines's work there, which will be a public. Photo board displayed during the photo twenty four, which is from the first to the twenty fourth of March. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we've got a few other events happening there. I'm happy to talk to you, but J- yeah. Jodie's work will be on display outside the town hall, like connecting oh, yeah. the Cooninghan and then connecting us across to the Mechanics Institute, where oh, she'll oh, have yeah. a a three uh, a three. Really. Uh, you know photo board yeah. and then she'll have four little films that will be on display in the window so these will be all lit up at night as well but connecting us to both sides I didn't you know in, in the exhibition itself Jodie's we have a little window at the front that there's an element of Jodie's work there but her um, public art stuff will be on display during that time. Yeah, yeah. Which um, will lead us into IWD, which mm. celebrates all the deadly women in the show. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, and you've got that event on the 8th of March um, for IWD. Yeah, can you tell us about that?
3: Yeah, so look, you know, I think partnerships are one of those things that, you know, you bring people in and if they're real partnerships, you know, you can make things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So in in saying that, I've partnered also with the Brunswick Music Festival. Oh, Mechanics Institute and Next Wave Festival and we're engaging the Young Producers Program and I've engaged the women within that project to curate the IWD event. Mm -hmm. So there will be a performance from within the gallery starting at 6. We'll have an Indigenous DJ, I forgot her name, and then we'll have a young woman who will um, respond to the exhibition, Mm -hmm. Mags. And will take us on that journey through the gallery and then out through Jody's work and across to the Mechanics Institute, mm. which will then have another
0: performance by a Palestinian artist and finish with DJ and drinks and food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, that sounds really exciting. And you also have a couple of other things
3: coming up
1: as yeah, well? Yeah, like look, uh...
3: you know, also within that partnership with the Brunswick Music Festival, uh, this year Black Dot will be um, taking over Dawson Street mm-hmm. and um, on the other side is Glenline. Road, which yeah. will be the black stage on the yeah. Sydney Road Music Festival Day. Uh, so we'll have over 30 uh, First Nation stores and yeah, right. taking over that side yeah. and connecting us to the other side with cultural performances throughout the
0: performance on the main stage. Yeah, right. That's um really exciting um, to take over Dawson Street with them. I uh, think we're taking market. over the whole corner. We're blacking <laughs> it out. <laughs> yeah, that's Excellent. exciting. And so because Black Dog Gallery, um, and we are mentioning earlier that it is currently closed um, for some works, um, can you tell us a bit about what we may expect or a timeline around that? Um, yeah, look, it, it
3: closed up February last year, so we're mm-hmm. a year into the rebuild across the road. Mm-hmm. Um the Marybeth Council has uh, wanting to, and it went out to community and re- everybody to redevelop the site for the future and make a space for creative peoples and places. Um, so we will be coming back as a resident, uh, hopefully with our 20-year lease. It was approved by council. Um, <laughs> that, And we will have a new gallery space and a, a black academy, which is our Indigenous library uh, that umbrella's under that, uh, coming, yeah, you never, you never know what's going to happen when we come back. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm excited and a bit, a bit nervous at the same time. You don't mm-hmm. know what you're getting into because you know it's kind of left out of your hands. Even though that you're involved in the process, you're not really a partner yeah. as such. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but look, you know, we're excited to come back. Hopefully we'll be back by the end of the year, mm-hmm. around, I think, October, November. There, oh, yeah. It might be a couple of months out, so it could be
0: early 25. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. Yeah, yeah. we'll just, um, yeah, yeah. just keep in tune. But we're keeping updates. present, we're yeah. keeping
3: active mm-hmm. and yeah. we're doing things that, um, mm-hmm. you know, are still being within community. We run mm-hmm. workshops still, we, we're being
0: active. Um, yeah, we're around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exciting, and yeah, Marie, while you're here as well, I know that you're always got things going on. You're quite a busy person. Um, is there anything else that you want to tell us about why you're here? Or? Oh, well, You've oh,
3: done your Victorian, uh, the Vic library one.
1: Oh well, Nam Nagu. I think you mm-hmm. interviewed oh, yeah. me for mm. Nam Nagu. Oh, yeah. so that's sort of kicking along beautifully, and mm. you know, engaging with lots of. People from teeny tiny tackers to, you know, third age. Mm-hmm. And I'll be taking off to Italy mm. early March for oh, a yeah. five-week artist residency. Um, that'll be good. And then I come back from that and we'll have about a week and a half and my solo show will be opening at Vivian Anderson Gallery oh. on the 8th of May.
0: Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> um so, yeah, I've got a, a little bit of work to do before I I head off because last year I did two glass artist residencies mm-hmm. in the US and mm-hmm. made all this new glass work. So it'll be the first time that people will be able to see this new work. Yeah, right. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then, of course, I won the Melbourne Urban Sculpture Prize, which will allow me to make my marini glass river reed canoe. Um working with Canberra Glasswork, so Mm -hmm. I'm still yet to zoom up to Canberra and have a quick meeting and get that process, you know, moving Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and made before I get back from, from Italy.
0: Yeah, yeah always, lots to do. Always <laughs> lots to do. Um, yeah. So amazing to have you on the show and, yeah, for those listening in as well. So I've been having a chat with Marie Clark and Kimber Thompson and we've been speaking all about this new exhibition, Future River, When the Past Flows, which opened up at the Coonahan Gallery in Brunswick over the weekend and it's open until the 28th of April. I'll put up more information to that because there's also the different events that go alongside it as well, um, including the Black Dot market at the... Uh, Sydney, yeah and um, yeah, the exhibition as well features works from Julie Goff uh, Marie Clark uh, Peter Clancy and Jodie Haynes, but yeah, I'll put up more information and links to that on the Triple R website later on, Kimba and Marie thank you so much for joining me today, it's been so great to have you both in the studio with me No worries, thank great you.
1: to be back Thank you <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast of Banksia, a weekly show celebrating First Nations music, arts and culture. Banksia is broadcast live on triple R from Arundri country each and every Monday from midday till 1 pm. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to keep in touch at rr.org.au or follow Banksia on Instagram at Banksia RRR.